Rest in peace, Barney D. Hey, hey, dinosaur. Barney is a dinosaur from our imagination. And when he's tall, he's what we call a dinosaur sensation. Barney's friends are big and small. They come from lots of places. After school, they meet to play and they sing with them happy faces. Barney shows us lots of things like how to play pretend. ABCs and one, two, threes and how to be a friend. So Barney comes to play with us whenever we may need him. Barney can be your friend too if you just make believe him. Hey, dinosaur. Rest in peace, Barney. Rest in peace to the nigga Barney. Yeah, y'all weren't expecting that. Welcome back to COVID and chemo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby, baby. It's season two for us. Well, season two. I'm <laughs> just saying. Yo, we got renewed for a whole brand new season, Monica. What happened? It How happened. did this happen? It happened because your iPad let us do it, and the other people didn't shut us down yet. Yeah, you know that uh, that three year expiration like exploding chip that happens with all devices now. Yes, it hasn't happened to my iPad. That's yet. great. Praise God. That's good. Because so, you know that that would have meant we wouldn't have got renewed for a second season. No. So. Um, yeah. But we're back. As one of our beautiful listeners said, it's DIY. It is DIY. It's giving DIY. It and is I'm giving here for it. it. Um, you know, for the people, by the people, we are the people. I mean, it's giving like Rick Rack stitching. Oh. It's giving doilies. I like doilies. It's at giving some point, paper cut snowflakes. I used to love making those as a child as much as I hate snow. So Which actually, is actually happening right now. I was so. going to say we've come to you in the bitter cold, but we had to come to you again to speak on something very important, um, which That's is... the wind, yo. That was it. Yeah, that was the, the whole time. Yeah, okay. It was just the wind. Just nothing else. To make sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, in these frigid temperatures, we wanted to let you know what the fuck happened to Barney. Yeah. You've probably been wondering... I mean, Barney the dinosaur yes. was hot, hot, until he was suddenly not, not dropped from the spot. I mean, attached Oof. to a string, Oh, hooked to a tree. Oh my God. And fuck you shot. That, be, that actually did happen. I mean, I'm not even, look, we have receipts, which we shall get into, but that's just a preview to why we have to say... Rest in peace, Barney. Barney. D. Instead of we love you, Barney. Yeah, because even I mean, though that you know we can still say that. I, I mean, guess. we do. We just didn't know we had to because we didn't <laughs> realize things had Yo. gotten so bad for Barney. I mean, but we never knew. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Um, but you know, again, more on that later. But we are still wondering where the hell we go. Where can we go? Looking at the universe. Universe. Like, where do we go? Like, where can we go? Oh, my God. Should I do, like, a whole, um, you know, those those movies about slavery? Shout out to, you know, Will Smith, who's got a good thing going here with emancipation or whatever. No. Um, you know, we, we do take objection. But, um, you know, them songs... Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they're necessary. And I feel like with the where do we go, maybe we should start singing, you know, just maybe the aliens will hear us this time, my nigga. Okay. 
for another bid to leave um, Earth yeah. this time it's again. Needed. It's because of the people, not the planet itself. Mm-mm. Dr. Umar Johnson. Well, we've come to it, folks. It's weird to use the word doctor so loosely, but hey. <laughs> Nigga. Here we are. Gonna use it. Dr. Umar Johnson, king of the hoteps, at least a king of the hoteps. A king. A hotep king. You would have to go back to season one and listen to uh, the Five Horsemen. Yes. To understand. I mean, there is a little bit of other material about this. Yes. By one COVID and one chemo. Yeah, we have receipts on that. But for now, we will just say the latest ridiculousness to come out of this man's mouth included a anti-Mexican reading of Wakanda Forever. Yeah, so what happened was... He brought his children, his children with him to the theater. He did. Now they sat down mm-hmm. and it came on the screen. Mm-hmm. Of course, Chadwick, you know, rest in peace, Chadwick forever. Um, so they saw T'Challa! Yes. And we got to see baby T'Challa. That was, oh my God, that spoilers, was but also, yeah. Well, I guess it is spoilers. Y'all should have seen it by now. by now. If you have not seen it, come then, on, man. you know, come on, get it together. Don't do too much. Exactly. All right. So anyway, yeah, so they was watching this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And the black people of Wakanda yes. had to interact on a diplomatic scale yes. and a, on a war footing as well yes. with the people who were actually Mayans. Yes. Who old Mayans who had had been you know subject to death, you know through the geopolitical changes and such facts, and they found themselves at the bottom of the ocean, but through uh, uh, a divine and magical moment. Yes, one of them learned to breathe underwater. Yes, and they all learned it. <clears throat> yes, and so they were living under the ocean. He yeah got them like fitted, like he fitted was the with only some one, gills. Yes, who could. Breathe underwater and above, right? That's right. Yes. That's right. So he basically was like... Namur. Namur. He was a very central character. Yes. So it's a prince of the sea who is basically a Mexican person of, you know, if we want to bring it forward sort of like crudely to today. Yes, unfortunately, yes. Um, You know, colonialism, boo. But um, then we also have the um, princess... Of yes. Wakanda. Yes. Suri. Suri. So Suri and Namur are having conversations, you know what I'm saying, as royalty. They both look great. Everything is happening, you know, in the Wakanda's movie. great. The underground um, or the underwater world. It was beautiful gorgeous. to see. Like, Suri was like, yo, we cool. Like, this is, you know, beautiful what you showing me. They had a little, you know, little... There was a moment. There was some suggestions. But anyway, all this to say, this it was a beautiful say. movie. Made me think about black Mexican alliances. Yes, and black made me think about like black indigenous. Like yes. it made me think about like allyship and like interconnectivity. Yes. I see you, you see me. We could do something, get it popping off and together. Representation on the screen of a mostly black and brown cast Come at on, that man. point. Like, and it isn't even sharing the spotlight in this case. No. Because both, um, 
you know, cultures, you know, they're fictional, but, you know, right, they're right. based on, like, some cultures that we've had on the earth, for real. And um, I felt like it was balanced. Really good. I enjoyed that movie a lot. It was great. Back it was to really the good. So we have to just give, we had to give you that background so that you would understand that this Dr. Johnson said unto us that he disliked the fact that his children had to lay eyes upon a Mexican. Mexicans. When it was supposed to be blacks only. Black movie. Why were there Mexicans in powerful positions? This was inappropriate for the film. Why Kugler? Why did you do that? Right, he was he was raving out the director he for was, like Yeah. Showing love to other groups. It was so bizarre. And it just again reminds me of why hoteps are bad. Um this is not liberation, okay? This is um also a fictional film for children, mainly. Okay. Yeah, but he said he didn't want people. his children to be indoctrinated with anti racism. He didn't want that. Oh, no. Anti-racism just doesn't apply to only black people. And yeah, like... Like, you come into this show, right? God bless you. You know what I'm saying? If you stayed through season one, you the best. You the best. You the best. However, if you made your way here, you may be of another ethnicity and know that what we say about black liberation has a possibility of applying to the group that is your ancestral heritage. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, you know, and I know white folks come to this with a whole bunch of different shit. We're not talking about y'all right at this minute. Yes. Unless you have seen some some serious business. Um, however, the fact that in Johnson's statement, he is showing that he very clearly does not see the interconnectivity of everyone that has suffered under white supremacy, that he has become the thing that we are fighting against. I don't know. I don't... Okay. Like, why are you... I don't know, man. It just feels like the um, like the race lottery. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, what the, level are you going to be above this yes, other yes, non-white the, race? Yes. And like, you know... You know, let's just make the non-whites like suspect, suspicious of each other and like hate on each other and yeah. war with each other, which is all to the benefit of the status quo. So It just was no reason, I think, to like find such fault with this film. Again, as you say, it was a children's film. Children's film. Which is exactly, I think, related to what we we're going to discuss today. I think you're correct, um, which is why adults really get so fucking bent out of shape mm. about things that maybe are not for them. They're for kids. You know how it says, like, when you buy something, like, it says the ages, like, let's say you're buying a board game. Yes. And it says on the corner, you know, ages. Yes. Right? Like, yes. so it says, like, ages two through eight. Yes. Ages three through ten. Three through seven. Three through seven is another popular one. Zero through zero. Zero to two usually. Mm -hmm. Maybe zero to three. (laughs) Yep. Okay. And then you sometimes will get teenagers. Yes. So like 13 and up. Sometimes it says anybody in the family. Anybody. The whole family. Sometimes it says adults only. Sometimes it's 18 and over. Mm -hmm. Shout out Prince. I love you so much. Mm -hmm. Rest in fire. Rest in peace and fire and purpleness. And space things. All right. But it could say 18 and over. It could. 
And then you know. You know it's not for you. Whom it is for. It's not for you if it's not you are not for you if that you age fit. range. Come on, it's man. For that age range. What are demographics, really? If we don't, if if things are not targeted, then why can't babies drive cars? <laughs> Listen, why can't babies file texts? Hello? I mean, we need to know. They got stuff to do, too. Look. They don't, they got social security numbers, don't they? Listen, they talking about you got legs. I maybe have legs. Okay, so, I mean, future episode on child labor, but... Yeah, we... <laughs> anywho, that's not We are going to have to get into it, but, you know, yeah. we 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 getting ahead. That's not... For now, what we are saying is that sometimes mm. there are things that are made for kids and adults get too petty, yes. involved, mm-hmm. one might say colonize the kids' oh, things. yeah. And ruin them. Ruin them. Rather than saying, hey, maybe this is annoying for me, but I'm also not three. I'm not the target audience. so I'm going to just try to, like, maybe put in an earbud and, like, listen to something else in one ear and have the baby over there. Right. Or maybe just, I don't know, fucking deal with it. It's your kid, man. So... Again, we started this episode with singing the important theme song that I actually remembered from my millennial childhood of Barney and Friends. Barney, that bur- purple fucking dinosaur who was a global hit like Michael Jackson and Aunt Jemima products. Dinosaur. So, um, <laughs> yes. I, I, dinosaur. So, so Peacock um, brought to our attention... What happened to Barney? Because... Wait, 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 wait. I don't think these people necessarily know what was up with Barney's philosophy. Okay, so Barney was a child show, a children's show that was on from 1988 to 2010, I believe. 2010. Starts as a local thing in Dallas that this woman creates. We'll get into more of that later. But she makes this show, and it's a purple fucking dinosaur who is for toddlers and preaches love. Love, love, love. Unconditional motherfucking love. It didn't matter your size. Your race. Race. Your ability. Your gender. Your gender. Your ethnicity. None of it. None of your, it. Your mother tongue. Your language. Not, none of it no. mattered. You could be part of the family. You, Barney sees you and Barney loves you and he wants to be your friend. He wants to be your friend. And Barney sang the dopest songs. Including, mm. I love you. Yes. You love me. Mm-hmm. We're we are a happy mm. family. You know how we get there? With a great big hug. And a kiss from me to you. And then the kicker. Won't you say you love me too? You so know, beautiful. it was like, wow, a song about exchanging and saying, like, yes. you know, and he was singing this at the end of the day at the playtime yes. with the children Every as a final episode. reminder. You know what? I love you and I know that you love me. Yeah. Because we, we be kicking it yep. tight and yep. we just. We be learning things. You we know, be dancing. We sing. Sing together. We work through. Celebrate holidays. You know, we learn about each other's cultures and identities. Yeah. We learn each about each other's fears. And, and feelings. Just, Everybody's welcome. It's we all colorful. Baby bop. 
Whoa. Okay. Barney's little green dinosaur homie. That's true. The she little homie. was dope. Yeah. She was dope. And, well, do we want to get into, um, what's his name? Nip? What? Okay. No, we're not going to get There was another one named BJ. Oh, BJ. Okay. He yeah. was dope too. This yeah, was, was with yeah. some kids. Yeah. And so it was a nice little show. Little dinosaurs together with the little kids. They would yes. hang out in a park and after school program, mm-hmm. it seemed. And then, you know, that was it. It was like crack for children i mean he at the beginning of every episode when they sing the song that we performed mm-hmm. just now mm-hmm. this nigga is a stuffed dinosaur yes, a stuffed purple dinosaur tall, with a green big. belly yes and then the sparkles come in and as soon as they say a dinosaur from our imagination and then this nigga goes yep. and he gets big and then he's and then when he's tall He's what we call a dinosaur sensation. Woo! Because that that's nigga, it. That's, that's it. it. So he become, from your imagination. Oh, from your imagination. He, he grow, grow up. up. And then he a dinosaur sensation. Dinosaur sensation. Okay. This motherfucker was preaching love. <laughs> yes. And was also very cool if you were two years old. He had moves, he which had we'll get into. The dancing there were times hot fire moves. Where Barney may have danced with a top hat and a cane. Okay. I mean, just giving classy that nigga was moving around with them big ass dinosaur feet. He was. The feet were cute. He loved the kids and they loved him. So this was like, a kid. Like, like every kid that I knew. <laughs> Yeah. Because I was a little older. Yeah, no, this was... But I would watch it with my younger siblings. Yes. And were their like my little friends. Yes. Little cousins, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we would sit down and we would watch Barney. And I would watch them watching Barney. And I would look at them and they would be like, so peaceful and soothed. And they would just be looking at the TV screen like... Wow. And then they would sing every single Barney song. And then... All the raindrops were lemon drops and drops. Oh, what a rain that would be. Standing outside with my mouth open wide. If all the raindrops were lemon drops and gumdrops. Oh, what a rain that would be. What a hit. Serious. Serious hit. Again, still pulling these out of my memory. Memories. I mean, really serious memories of this purple Hitting dinosaur. It. Hitting it. With his cow teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but we have we we can't we, we got we gotta get to that yes. in a minute. But um so anyway, you know, Barney was very important and very formative, especially for helping kids to understand their emotions. And, you know, know that there was at least somebody named Barney who would love them through it. Because they had, you know, Mr. Rogers had been on for like two decades by the time the Barney had been on, basically. So had Sesame Street. And so this was like a fresh new addition to this like toddler programming that was supposed to make them calm and pleased. Exactly. Exactly. And like transfixed for a good 20 to 25 minutes while a parent 
could get done some folding of some laundry. Yep. A little cooking. Throwing something in the dishwasher. A little cleaning. You know, uh, maybe, uh, I mean, I see you parents, so maybe a little nap. I mean, this, okay. this baby not going nowhere. Not while Barney on. Not while Barney's on. That's they shit. Okay. So Heavily. And it's good for them. So you're like, look, I'm going to just take a little time. Thank you, Mr. Dinosaur. <laughs> but you see, it was not only thank you, Mr. Dinosaur, mm. but it was also thank you, Madam Leach. Cheryl Leach. Cheryl Leach. The woman the behind mother no. of Barney. Don't do this. Okay. That just means she invented him. That's what it... So far, that's so what far, it means. So far, that's what it seems that's what to it mean. Means. I don't know what you're talking about, COVID. Okay, well, you know... Miss yes. Cheryl, she, she actually... She gave us Barney. And the reason that she, she gave, gave us Barney, Barney was that she had a little toddler by the name of Patrick. Patrick, a square millennial... A two-year-old in '88 that needed little baby toddler something who was wild. Wild. He was wild. He was jumping. You know, he you would tell him to do something. He would be like, no. And he was very like, you know, just high, high energy, running around all the time. It was too much. Cheryl was like, I'm gonna have to come up with something for that ass. He got to focus on something, guys, for a minute. Just can I get a minute? So she came up with this character. Barney the dinosaur. Yes. And then she decided, you know what? I'm going to make it into a little like TV show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have, you know, a Barney costume and the little kids is going to be jigging with Barney. They're going to play games. It's basically after the model of the We Sing series, but with some more educational elements. Yes. So she created this show and it was kind of beautiful because she had like a shoestring budget People was coming in just out of love of the game. They was like, "Yeah, we'll be, we'll try this out with you, Cheryl. This is cool." She gets the voice actor. It's great. You know what I'm saying? You know. He's also done some voices for um, Chuck E. Cheese, which was interesting. Yeah, but the animatronics that was a little weird. It was very terrifying. But anyway, you know, she makes the show and she shows it to little Patrick, and little Patrick is trans. And other children are like, yes. This is for us. This this is exactly what we needed. It does really well, and it starts selling these VHS tapes. So the VHS tapes is going around, and a lady, what is her name? I forget. No. Um, we'll figure it out. But anyway, there's a lady who is not Cheryl, but another woman who got a hold of one of these tapes. And yep. she watched it, and her child loved it, and you know was very you know obsessed with Barney. And she got another tape for them. And oh, they I think loved it's important it even more. To quickly say that Cheryl was a former teacher. She had taught before too, which I thought was interesting. Oh, okay, yeah. So she knew what she was doing in terms right. of the educational right. aspect. Right. But this lady who's coming in, then she bought a third tape. She pops it in, the toddler is just same thing, just loving it, wanting more, wanting more. So she said, huh. I know what to do. I want to throw a Barney-themed party mm-hmm. for the birthday party of somebody. Mm-hmm. So she got in contact with Cheryl Leach, and Cheryl said, wow. She called her back within the hour, like, girl, you want to um, get involved with this Barney remote. stuff? Yep. She was like, okay, well, why don't you just be, like, VP of, like, outreach and shit? 
Yeah, and then she started putting together the Barney tour. They had the first one in 1990, and that shit had sold out mm. in Dallas, Texas. Because the kids Barney already, was doing numbers. already knew Barney. Barney was doing numbers. And Cheryl Leach pushing that weight. Yeah, she was. Um, and so by that point, somebody else sees Barney, um, his kid is watching it, gets a hold of the videotape, and he happens to be one of the people who works at PBS, and his daughter is also turned yeah. off of the tape. Of like, course. Whoa, this man Barney got the message and the answer and the truth. And the moves. And so this man is called Cheryl Leach, and he's like, girl, it's going on PBS. He was like, look, sis, you doing it big, busy, and... I wanna I wanna I wanna have it on my network. And so I think it was Connecticut. Connecticut. Anyway, Connecticut. um he puts it up on the network and it's a hit. It's a hit immediately. Like from two years of just like, I wanna do this for my baby and like mm-hmm. help other moms out there, local thing to bring cool people together around. I mean, I think she did have a connect. I think her father in law had access to like a studio and actors and stuff that she was able to like Yes, that's use. right. Yeah. But she um, I mean but she even so built this shit literally from the ground it up was, and within it was two years very little three that she years, had already. The kids across the country was Barney crazy. Stands. Stands. I'm talking stands. You thought it was the Beatles you, you did, thought, yes. I mean, it was Barney, yes. bitch. Barney. Barney. Okay, and again, bringing so much happiness to these kids. Little babies. I mean, two, three. Some some of them were one. Of all races yes. and colors, people was taking, you know, their kids to see Barney and Cheryl on these shows. And Barney showing up and the kids is like... Just, you know, a bunch of two to five year olds is like just in, in anticipation in and like awe. ready to go. I mean, just absolutely delighted. So, again, I remembered this. I was involved in the Barney craze. You have memories, you said, of younger people in your life witnessing them with the Barney craze. I mean, not only was it that they loved the show, but... One of these children that I knew would hold a stuffed animal and watch Barney. And at the end, when Barney started singing, I love you, you love me, the child would just cry. Oh, my God. With happiness. I mean. Just cry and cry. Because Barney loved him so much. I mean, that matters. Deep, deep Deep, attachment to Barney. Deep attachment, deep love, deep respect, deep admiration like barney was like so cool to and it was kids. you know because kids need repetition and kids need light things and they need basic things so yes. okay barney was providing all of that yes. and more yes how endeavor at some point i remember barney becoming just kind of like you know that's only for babies and at some point you grow out of it and I remember older kids, you know, trying to be cool, making fun of Barney. Well, hey, before we get there, did we introduce um, Tantra Man? N- no, we need to explain why this... Oh, the Barney bashing first? Yeah. All right. Because he's part... It- yeah. I guess I just didn't want it to happen to that nigga Barney yet. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just know that... Yeah, we can just talk about what occurred, I guess. Okay, so you're probably wondering, again, this extensive knowledge, how did we get it? Not only do we do our research, but again, we watch a documentary on Peacock. Oh, shout out to the documentary. It's called 
I love you. You hate me. Two part docu series about just this because as I said, I just assumed I grew out of Barney. Barney got canceled. Some people made fun of it, but like that was like about it. Like I didn't think I just didn't th- think like, oh, like the Barney story got that deep. I mean, I agree. I mean, I I just figured that people were making fun because it was for babies. It was for babies and at some point kids do that, but then like, you know, it, not to the extent of people again lynching Barney. So that's what happened though. Um, we watched this documentary to bring to you where we learned that it actually got really bad for Barney. And everybody involved, really. Everybody in the Barney family. And they really felt like family. They was really They rode tight for each other. And Cheryl Leach was like their mama on the set. Everybody loved Cheryl. This was her vision. And they believed in her vision of bringing love and care to children via Barney. And remember, there are child actors on the show who um, were there for 12 hours a day. Really involved at the Barney kids. And they're the Barney kids. And those kids... Were the ones like playing with Barney and singing with Barney. Barney would hug them. And if you watched Barney, you recognize the kids. Like you'd be like, "Oh, there's Min. Yeah. Oh, there's Derek. Yeah. Or there's Lucy. You know, like you would know who those people were because they were frequently there on the screen with you while you were with Barney. And they were doing the things with Barney that you could imagine yourself doing, like dancing with him, playing games with him, all these things. That those kids. Um, and everybody who was on the set really felt this connection, this deep, deep love for each other, this feeling of family. That they were bringing together and coming together and making this beautiful thing. Mm. Not everybody felt like this, though, apparently. And this butted up history-wise, historically, I should say, um, against the very angsty early 90s um, punk we hate every exactly like this wave of the 90s of kids being like you know fuck it and like, <laughs> yes Beavis and Butthead and things like corn and lettuce and all sorts of things reality bites I don't know there was all these sorts of yeah, that like, emo ass movie white people like <laughs> well, mainly white people just being kind of like oh my god so like, like everything sucks and like, if you're cool you think everything sucks I mean that was too. the Daria era too I fucked with Daria I did fuck with Daria fuck but with Daria. like that's kind of the same energy it is it is but but daria wasn't like like beavis and butthead low-key was like violent that was a stupid ass show i used to hate that show they yo. were ugly and it they was were stupid. so so i don't know why what that to was, look was at. supposed to be like uh, from that show like as i i would be actually like physically i felt physically sick when yeah, i was watching it just wasn't, and it wasn't like a good show like it was like all these weird other clips that would be in it Anyway. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the clips. It was weird. Yeah. I hated videos that. sometimes uh, on it. I hated it. that show. They were disgusting. Um, and so they, those people, some of those people and other grown people beyond just college angsty kids. Mm-hmm. We gonna get to them. Fucking brought Barney down. All right. So once upon a time, there was a dinosaur that was all about love. And then one time, there was a frat boy, and he hated Barney. He 
thought Barney was a trash-ass bozo. And so he decided that he was going to have what is known as a Barney bashing party. Yes. So imagine a frat party, right, with beer pong and all that stuff. And instead of that, I mean, there was alcohol there, but instead of, you know, playing, you know, friendly games or whatever, they got a bunch of stuffed Barney dolls. Yes. Very cute, very, you know, plush dolls. Yes. And they took axes to them. They took hammers to the heads of these dolls. They kicked these dolls around. One of them, by the testimony of the guy who organized the party, actually bit the eyes off of a stuffed doll. They did. Literally ate Barney's eyes out. They burned Barney in effigy. Did you talk about the axe? Yeah, the the axe. Yeah, they used the axe. And they shot him. They shot him. Inside of a gym, people were drawing... They didn't shoot him in the gym, because that was the beginning of it. What I should have said was, the Barney bashing parties went viral. Like, everybody wanted to do a Barney bashing party in college. Yes. So all the colleges was doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this, and then it caught on even more on the internet. Yeah, And then the people, then you see Barney not only being burned, but also being shot. Yes. With a gun. With a gun. Some cases he was blindfolded, yes. tied to a tree, yes. okay, hung with his neck hung by the neck, and then they shot him in the head. Dismembered, like they like ripped him and were pulling the stuffing out of the middle of it. Like like maniacs. Yeah. They um, made him into pinatas. Motherfuckers was taking a bat to his fucking head. And then people were drawing pictures with like Barney. Oh my like, God. Like with bullet wounds yes. and like his eyes bleeding and shit. People were making video games where the main objective of the video game was to shoot Barney. And they used excellent effects for that time, for period, that time period to have like Barney just bleeding out, Barney's head popping off after you throw a rocket launcher at him. Like it was horrible. So there were not only, again, young, goofy white boys doing this shit, but then there were some grown ass okay. men. Okay. Okay. A grown ass daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. A whole a somebody who helped bring one of these children in the world for Barney to try to be kind to. A whole father. Who <laughs> came home from a business trip. Mm-hmm. This bitch is getting interviewed on this thing. Talking about, yeah, I came home from a business trip and I walked in the house and I was expecting my baby girl to be like, Daddy, Daddy. Yeah, she was too. I'm and, home. You know, she usually. I'm home. Because <clears throat> you're home, you're home, Daddy. Daddy oh, yeah. I miss oh. you. I love you, Daddy. Oh, daddy. oh you're the best, yeah, Daddy. I love you so Everything's much, daddy. been so down bad since you've been gone. Everything I haven't eaten you, you do is good. But everything is beautiful now, Daddy. I'm obsessed. He expected that to happen. That's and what he instead, thought. his baby was like quietly watching Barney mm-hmm. and, and from, holding. Her stuffed him. And from that day forward, this man decided it was going to be part of his life's mission to was to create an I hate a secret society. Yes, secret I, society. I hate Barney secret society. He charged and not only did he create it. 50 cents for a newsletter. 50 cents to get the newsletter to, to, to receive the messaging about how Barney was actually bad for children it was hurting families it was breaking families apart because there were parents who had to deal with this 
because their kids loved Barney. And one of the things that we should probably return to is the fact that Barney was totally designed for children. And the way that you know that is from the repetition. And the repetition that is good for a child of two years of age, three years of age, four years of age, one year of age, whatever it may be. But a young child loves to hear the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again. Comfort. They have a routine. They love they it. They feel comfortable with it. Like that's how they learn is through a lot of repetition. You know, um, so no. It also was probably a good indicator that it was on next to shows like Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. But these adults also felt like, well, all the shows should be tolerable for both kids and adults. Yeah. Why? Why? For what? Why? There's Why? a lot of shows that kids can't watch. Yes. Why can't they have some shows that we don't want to watch? Yeah. I, and I, also, the the main thing to me is appears in the title of the documentary. I'm in the main thing. I mean, one of the, the many things that were like wild about this is that it was Barney's song that he sang at the end of every episode that I love you, you love me, we're a happy family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you, won't you say you love me won't too? Won't you say it? And he sang it at the end of every song and the kids loved it. Why? Because it was familiar. And Barney always sang it looking at the kids, loving on the kids. But if an adult tried to listen to it, they would get irritated because it was all the same thing happening. It was the same structure. It was the same formula. But the kids love the formula because it's speaking to them at their level. So then they started saying instead of I love you, you love me, they would sing it like, I love you, you hate me. And I'd forget what other words or they put Or I hate you and you hate me. Oh, that's right. I hate you, you hate me. See, I couldn't even get it out because I was so... It's like, but for what? Why I mean, did you have to do this? Didn't you have other things to do? No, this man was going on talk shows to talk about his hate for Donahue. Barney. Um, he was he was, the one who was on a Jen? What's the name? Jenny somebody. Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones. Was I he the one so. on I think so. There were people who went on. He was on uh, Jerry Springer. That's right. He was on um, Jerry Springer. You know, along with another <coughs> douchebag, one of these college boys who decided not only to be in a Barney hating society. Oh no, a jihad against Barney. Against. What do you say? I think it's like against the monster Barney. Or, there's some kind of like adjective that is so disrespectful. A jihad? A jihad, nigga? Like, against whoa. Against a child's cartoon character? I wish that people went this hard for things like Black Lives Matter. You know. I wish you did. They're never going to do that. All right. I'm just saying that there seems to be other things. Could you maybe be figuring out the care to cancer? That would be good, rather than creating a Barney Jihad. Let me ask you something, fam. Do you think that the kind of person who would cure cancer with their research is the same type of person to carry out a Jihad against a fictional character written for toddlers? No, I just don't know what else you... I mean, learn how to make a pizza or something. <laughs> then. Just stop. Don't do this. It's so destructive. And... This was, his, think about it. This was his baby's favorite show. The dad who had the secret society, yes. The jihad guy just said, like, 
I'm a mean asshole. That's just what I am. Yeah, go watch the documentary. This dude was what terrible. A he was a troll come to life, and he was so proud of it. Um, and the one thing about the jihad to destroy the monster Barney uh, is that, or maybe it was the demon Barney. It was something bad. Anyway, they had illustrations and comics and all types of material that you could subscribe to. If you look at them pictures, first of all, Barney has cow teeth for reasons. You don't want to have like a scary dinosaur talking to children. They created They created a- this monster that had like six inch fangs and all these sharp teeth and devil eyes. It's like not the one that the kids were watching. Blood running under his feet and all types of skulls and crazy shit. That's not the Barney that the children were watching. I mean, the children were too. Yeah, they couldn't watch. As a matter of fact... When Cheryl Leach wanted it to be a dinosaur character, she said, but it can't have these big-ass claws and things to scare the children. They have Barney, like, cartoons where Barney got killed and this nigga was, like, realistically drawn, dripping in his own blood. To make matters even dumber and worse. Okay. This bird motherfucker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The mascot of some fucking baseball team or something. The Angry Bird. I don't know what the fuck this thing was. Yeah, I don't remember his, like, stage name. Doesn't even matter. Okay, first of all, this bird, (laughs) the reason we're calling him a bird is because in the documentary, they interviewed him and he stayed in his bird costume. His mascot costume. Head to toe. The whole time. Couldn't see him. No. All you knew was that a bird was telling you a story. At one point, he had to put his glasses on to read. Oh, my them, God. And he put them on through the beak. What was clearly yeah. where he was, eyes were being. Like, <laughs> it looked like the bird was eating his glasses. Yeah. It was weird. Anywho. It was very strange. This person had the nerve to find themselves having beef, physical and legal, with Barney. Okay, now, here's how it began. Okay. Once upon a time, a bird was uh, being a mascot for a team. San Diego. Oh, San Diego baseball team, whatever they are. Anyway, he was out on the field. And he said, well, Barney's super popular. I'm going to go out on the field today. I'm going to invite Barney for a dance-off. Because he's thinking, oh, I'm going to get some clout. Like, he was already known as one of the highest paid mascots in the league. He was making $400,000 a year. But he was like, yo, I got to step it up. Barney's real popular. I'm going to bring him out. I'm going to do a routine. Now, the routine was, I'm going to do a dance-off with Barney using my hip-hop moves. That is the number one thing that makes me feel like this bird needs to be done with. This bird is a bird. This bird's got to go. This bird is a complete bird. Fly south and never come back, ho. Flap, flap, motherfucker. His version of hip-hop dances are (laughs) just as dumb as one would think. Because the way he said it was, my hip-hop dances. Dances. So that's got to just clue you in on what he was talking about. He looked like he was doing a broken running man. He did. the run. It looked like a Donald Duck running man. Yes. Not just because he was dressed like a bird. It was because I was moving his body. No. It was like if you had webbed feet. And you needed to do the running man. So Barney came out and Barney. Mm. So Barney, you know, he started doing some moves. And then Barney turned into a Bronx B-boy. I mean. On this bird. Whoa. He was not only doing like break dancing. He also did the fucking worm. He did a lot. He killed it in this costume. Killed it. And he was crumping at yeah, one point. Yeah, he did a whole, like, he shut that bird down. He 
dance battled that bird under the ground. He, you got served that bird. Yeah, the, he got served up. He did. But then... The bird retaliated with physical violence. Okay, the first thing, <laughs> Barney was walking away and waving at the fucking crowd, right? Because he had done really great. He won the battle. And the bird runs behind him sprinting. for like 10 yards. It's sprinting, my sprints guy. in the bird costume and like leaps onto Barney and starts beating the shit out of him. Starts punching Barney. While he's in the costume. Oh, everybody's in the costume still. <laughs> they, so they're rolling on the ground. Then the bird gets up and says to, you know, Barney, mime it so everybody could understand. He's like, oh, you know, it's cool, it's cool. Starts so dusting him, him off, hugs him up, right? He walks over to the end of the field with him. And this nigga <laughs> pushes Barney over a railing really and into, into the, the dugout. The baseball dugout. Throws this nigga. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. He, he walks this nigga up to the fence. And then grabbed him by the neck and pushed him over a railing. Down 10 feet into the dugout. So, Barney... On camera. ...got physically assaulted, assaulted by this bird. We'll get into the legalities in a little bit, where that came in. But, like, people were really coming for Barney, like... Hard. Heavy and hard. Like, what they then started to call Barney bashing. Yes, Barney bashing was all the rage. And they said... So many people knew about it and so many people were imitating and so many people were talking about it and poking fun at Barney and insulting him and, and kicking dirt on his name because it was one of the first things to ever go viral. It was in that early stage internet. of the internet and social media and people like engaging in this like very wide um, they said that audience. G- Jihad Barney website was one of the first web pages ever made. Ever made. One of the first 15,000 web pages ever made. That is preposterous the jihad against barney against barney dot die dot die dot die dot die and we're not talking about the good die D- which I- is e. actually dylan 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 and dylan so because i spit hot fire yeah, no that's not what we're talking unfortunately. about unfortunately death to barney mm. over and over and over again why would a grown person do this <laughs> Thank God Al Roker came in at one point and said exactly that. He was like, this is a kid show. This is for children. Like, what is wrong? People were like, I just hated Barney. I hate him. He was just so annoying. And And he was like, nobody's life is really this happy all the time. So because this nigga was too happy and he was annoying to you, you decided to fricassee this nigga on the stove and then shoot him in the head with an automatic weapon on camera. And then post that shit online or for clout. Beat this nigga in front of like a baseball audience. Like actual crowd. assault. For, for what? Now here's the thing. We got to get to this idea that it doesn't do any harm because Barney's not real. But you know, mm. Barney actually is real. Yes. Those babies. Yeah. That watched Barney. Yes. He was real to them. And they loved it him. It's again like if... Okay, would people show up and beat up Santa Claus? Would people show up and beat up Big Bird? Well, some of these college students were like, Barney's replacing my favorite. So selfish. 
So are selfish. you still watching this the same shows? I guess you're a baby. What the fuck is wrong with you? And if you are a baby, there's something severely wrong with you that you don't like Barney. Just, I, I, I anyway, just, Big Bird was still on the fucking air. Just switch. Watch at a different time. It's just like I, but you weren't what you were in college. So you gonna sit down and watch Sesame Street? Yo, oh, but I, I hate Barney. Like you're, you're a sophomore. Please stop go to it. class. That's when Barney is on. Is during your fucking class time. Go to lab because you're doing fuck shit. I mean, do you know your ABCs? Probably not. If you had watched Barney, you might. So in a way, people started coming for Barney right away. And the fast fame had many an impact on the Barney family. Again, you know, internal and extended. Yes. So um, the Leach family, um, Patrick. The one child. The one child who Barney was made for. Mm-hmm. Also basically turned into a Barney basher and Barney hater at some point and was like, Mom, stop with this Barney shit, basically. And she was like, I can't because Barney's my son, too. Pause. Okay. Pause. All right. Pause. All right. Now, we can never forget that Cheryl Leach, Leach did, in fact, give unto us one Barney. She did. How and ever. How and ever. Your child, mm-hmm. who is the inspiration for this character... Is your son, your one son. And you say that Barney is your child, your son, your other son. So you really got two sons. That's what you're telling people. And if you would see one Cheryl cuddling up to Barney in front of the press. Yes. And and just snuggling him like he really was her son. She loved Barney. And her child, as he's growing older and older and older and older, is seeing this. Yes. Cheryl is not at home. No, she's traveling. She's traveling in the world with Barney. Okay, her real son. Her son. Her son. Her favorite son, at her least. T- her favorite son for sure. And so. And the dad. We got to talk about we'll the dad. We'll get into the father. Okay, yeah. The father, who had previously been Jim Leach, had previously been the breadwinner, the classic American family of the 80s, you know, and yeah. gender roles and such. Yes. Now, by the 90s, he is at home with Patrick mm-hmm. while Cheryl is uh, traveling the world with Barney, her other son. And that stay-at-home daddy life did not agree it did not. with one Jim. So by the... Like, there's like two halves of the Barney show. Basically, the Cheryl era and the post-Cheryl era. That's true. So the Cheryl era is 88 to 2000. Mm-hmm. I think. 2000. I think so, yeah. And the, then yeah. she then leaves. Mm-hmm. In 2000 or 2010, is like it gets sold to a bigger network. Yes. They turn it into, they start doing all this other wild shit with it. They hire new actors um, to play all the people because obviously the original Barney kids are also grown mm-hmm. at the same time. So it's like a second wave doesn't have the original magic. No. But... we got. Are we going to talk about Tantrum Man? We're going to have to. Yeah, we have to talk about him. So we'll get to... Yeah. So... Because um, that was during the Cheryl period. It was. So he was part of the original cast as well. Okay, so there's this black man, right? Yes. And the, the first Barney... Inside the costume. Now, the voice actor in the costume is two different actors. Yes. So they first had this white man who was a mime, and it was it was cool. It was cool. But he only he he had to go to the military yeah. um, legacy. In the Navy. And then on came this black man. 
Now, the thing about him is he was a tantric healer. Yes. If you don't know about Chantra, it's about liberation. It's also about sexuality and sexual pleasure. Okay. Um, so this man mm-hmm. went and auditioned to be Barney. Mm-hmm. Very, very athletic, very, very good at like doing the kinds of dances that children would love. And he gets into the costume and he performs for the first time as Barney on a live stage for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children. And he comes out on that stage and he throws down. He's yeah. spinning and jumping and kicking his legs up and jigging, right? Yeah. And the kids is just like David Joyner. That's wow. his name. Wow. Wow, Barney. Barney. Barney hit him with the 360. Hit them with the 360, spin around, land on my feet. In a 60-pound costume, they said. I mean, 60 pounds was nothing to this nigga. He was a dancer, performer. Tantra Keeler, and they told him, okay, you can be Barney, but none of that Tantra shit until yeah. you're not Barney no more. Yeah, none of that and sex shit. And he abode by that. He listened. Yeah, he, he was like, you know what? So I, I stopped my practice in order to take this position as Barney, even though before I put on the Barney costume, I did power up using my Kundalini energies. And Love. so he would power up and the kundalini was giving him the powers of love that he was just going to spread through that costume did. to the children. And you could feel it because even when Barney wasn't talking, like yeah. when he came out on that stage, yeah. you could feel the love coming out of this dinosaur. He was so happy to be there with these children. I mean, so they could excited. Feel they knew it was real. They could, they could feel it. So, you know, this was a later scandal of part of the Barney hating was that Oh, Barney was doing tantra sex, and was he like hurting the Barney kids? Is and he it was a pedophile? Like, no, yeah. that was something they. That I thought that detail was so important because it was like people were like, "Oh, it got creepy." Was Barney creepy? And it's yeah. like, no, they actually made sure that like there wouldn't be any weird shit attached. Yeah, to his like. What he could do as an adult, again, because he had adult business in business when he was Barney. He was able to celebrate uh, He was able to separate, separate that unlike all these other, you know, adults who needed Barney to be for them or for nobody. Um, you know, he was part of this family that, you know, also broke down after Cheryl left, which was all actually in ninety eight. So Cheryl leaves in ninety eight. So in 98, as it's starting to, as a, as a new era in the Barney, you know, universe is beginning, David um, retires as the Barney, mm-hmm. um, you know, dancer mm-hmm. and inhabitant, performer. The, the performer mm-hmm. who is actually Barney mm-hmm. in the body. Anyway, so we see the children. Now, they're all grown up, and they're giving interviews to us. Let me quickly have another message uh, or another detail that's important. They, the cast, before they left Barney, started getting death threat messages and emails from people. That's true. That's true. Yes. So it spilled over from the internet. Yes. And they were basically doxxed yes. back, yes. back in the day. Yes. We didn't even have the word dox, but they were dox. Yeah. People were mailing things to their email. People were sending things to their house. Mm-hmm. People were saying things like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you and your family. I'm going to dismember you and your family. 
Because they were I'm part gonna of Barney's... Burn you alive. Because of you were wrote the Barney song yeah. or you're part of the Barney... Like cast, cast or crew or, family. or creative. These are grown. And they said a lot of them, some grown, but a lot of them middle school middle kids. Middle school kids talk about, I will murder you in your fucking sleep. Don't ever do this. And you're thinking, this, this man who wrote the music to I Love You, You Love Me? It's giving what eventually becomes Columbine. So, I should say, so we get to, you know, the post-Cheryl era. What happens to Cheryl ultimately we will get to, get back to. But people was down bad from the original Barney cast. Indeed. Um, Like we said, they was getting death threats and stuff, so people had to leave the show. It was too much. They buried it away. Yeah. Um, the Barney kids. They went back to school. Tried to go back to high school, middle school. And now they're school. without their Barney family. Yes. But some of them, especially like Min, the woman who played Min, was actually really excited to go to school because. Lucy was too. She yeah. Said, yeah. Like, they wanted to like have this experience of going to school, but they were very thankful for the experience they had had as a Barney kid. And they were thinking, wow, like I'm moving through the world. I'm doing it big. Right. So they got to school and all of that Barney baggage came to slap them in the face. Kids was fucking with them. Mean, left and right. mean, mean these people was being to them. Barney was doing some bullshit to you, probably. Right, Barney, Barney probably molested you. You're a weirdo, you're a baby, you a Barney kid. Why don't you go back to being all Barney? Right, like, right. What, I was on a television show for education? Enjoy and love. Joy and love, peace and family. That's, and this deserves to, I deserve to be bullied because of it. I deserve to receive death threats because of it. So some of these kids mm. literally just went left. Like way out there. Drugs. Drugs. Alcohol. Um, one of the children, you know, turned to like a goth lifestyle. Devil worship. Devil worship and like pictures of her with like blood running down her only mouth. Only black and like, you Black know, and like weird pleather and shit. You know, just. Devil horns I think she had on in the Anything fucking... that was not Barney. No. Ooh. The most wild story okay. of the Barney kids. Yep. Is the little boy named Derek, who I remembered from the show. Mm-hmm. I love Derek he used to wear those little round little, little glass. round glasses. And he was adorable. He was, and so I, cute. he was black, you know, and he was on the show. Yeah. Because again, it was a diverse cast. And Barney okay. was so welcoming and he was in the mix. Derek, when he was being interviewed as an adult, when he said he left Barney, the streets was calling. And he Booty he answered the phone, is what he said. He said he answered He answered the call. I was dead, my nigga, like the streets was calling, After and morning, I answered the call. The streets was calling, I answered the call. He was like, hello? I'll and be there in five. Derek said he was living a really dangerous life. He got hooked up with gang life. You and know, like, just, you know, banging and stuff with just, his friends. Yeah. And eventually was shot. By one of his friends. Somebody he thought was close to him he shot him. He thought they were down homies, and then they, that nigga said to him, like, run that. Like, give me all your shit. Like, basically sticking him up inside of a car. And then he had to, he ran. He jumped out the car. And this man shot him in the back. He was paralyzed for some time. Net from the waist down. Yeah, that was terrible. From having to run away 
I mean, physically from that moment, but really from the legacy of being part of the Barney show? Is that serious that you had to join a game and almost die? What is wrong with people? Not Derek, but the people who fucked with these kids and these Barney watchers so much that they felt like, at least if I'm hard, then, yeah. you know, I gotta do the hardest shit, the yeah. most gangster shit, because yeah. people think I'm Barney and yeah. I'm weak. They think I'm soft. Because I like love and care. I and, like and my ABCs. And balancing my emotions and shit. I'll never do that shit I don't want to play after school games with other children. Gang, gang. That's a bullshit. That is not what the fuck I'm on now. I don't have an imagination. I drink a hate elixir. I mean, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this entire thing from top to bottom was like... Wild. So much vitriol for a child show and for the people involved in it that it is appalling. Now, the man who played Barney, they had him for this film go and look into his storage unit mm. where he had a whole mess of... Not only Barney memorabilia, including mm. a big stuffed Barney, and he had a lot of the memories and pictures and stuff from the show. Mm. And he was showing them, and he was pulling things out, and then he finally was sitting on the floor, and he was showing them these pictures of him and the cast, and he t- was talking about how, how formative it was and how it was one of the most delightful times of his entire life and yep. how much he valued it and everything like that. Yep. And then... Um, he finally broke down. He started crying. And then as he's crying. Weeping. I mean, weeping from weeping. his soul. He says, Deep in his soul. I love you, Barney. <laughs> I love you, Barney. I love you, Barney. I love you, Barney. Barney. I love you, Barney. Yo, this nigga loved Barney. And I... He was grown. It had been a while a since grown he had ass played. Man. Look, this nigga was probably fifty. Barney too, and he he did love Barney. He, he loved the fuck out of Barney. <sighs> he was touched by the message of love that Barney had brought unto the people, and this, yep, was what was worthy of destruction. Real destruction, like. They said the show basically just kind of like fizzled out. Um, mm, no, they killed that They shit. really killed it. And that's really what it the documentary showed me is that the bashing hit heights that I never knew. And it really led to the destruction, not only of Barney, but like Barney's family. Like, again, the people who created the family. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Okay. So. Mm. Not only did the Barney kids have a hard-ass time, but after Cheryl leaves Barney in 98, Mm -hmm. she and Jim, Jim, her husband, separate shortly after. They're divorced by 2001. She moves with Patrick, like, to, like... I think they were in, like, the islands. Yeah, somewhere in the islands. Caribbean, she gets like a hotel or a restaurant. She opens up a restaurant there. She having a whole new life with her son with by her side. Yep. Eventually, Patrick moves back as an adult to Malibu, but not before, while back in the States, a divorced person, Jim, commits suicide. He ended his own life. In 2004. After the divorce. 
So by the time Patrick is an adult, Mm. he clearly has been through a lot. You know, when the people in the documentary, all the Barney family, the, you know, writers, the all the people they interviewed were like, you know, Cheryl really loved us and she really loved this show and she really loved Patrick. And, you know, like this fame did take a toll, though, unfortunately, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. her and her family, like yeah. that fast fame yeah. hit them hard. So, um I don't know, child, by the time Patrick is older and has a fiance and two kids, he fucking shoots a neighbor, God. So Patrick was in the house, right? Damn. He had words with the neighbor because the neighbor came to his gate. What was it, like 2013 or something? And looked that at this his happens? gate. And then the neighbor goes back to his house. Now Patrick is yeah, keyed 2013. up. Yeah, 2013. 2013, Patrick is keyed up. He's wearing a bulletproof vest. He gets in his car. He drives over to where the neighbor is. And the neighbor's in the front yard. And he was like, square up, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You, like, looking in my fucking house. Like, how dare you? Like, I saw you on the camera. Now, this nigga has, like, what do they call it? Uh, CC camera? CV camera? Some kind of camera where he's, like, looking at screens. So he's sitting behind these screens. That's how you know he's paranoid. So we come over. And the man was like, what are you talking about? I can go wherever I want. And Patrick was like, fuck you, nigga. And he shot him. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. While wearing a bulletproof vest. That was wild business. Yeah, so Patrick ends up going to jail for some time. Yeah, it's not great. You know, and it, again, you have to, it just has to question all of that, that rise to fame and then that, all of that bashing that your family and your family name and all of that tragedy, like, for what? Not, it's not these people's fault. They just wanted to have Barney. For her son. Yeah, she shouldn't have been calling Barney her son. She shouldn't though. have been calling Barney his son. That was a little too much. But they go that bad and for people to really just hate Barney that much. That hate didn't, you know, it it had bad consequences on everybody. Loki, um, I feel like Barney is a martyr. They done killed Barney for real. They killed Barney. They did. I mean, they killed King. They did. King was talking about love. Love and people was like, that shit weak. Yeah, peace and joy. They was like, nah, bro. He was talking about peaceful resistance. They were like, nah, bro. Yeah. Like, they killed Christ. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? They did. Message of love could get you killed. That's the truth here. And Barney had a strong message of love and care. He did. And family ties. And motherfuckers wasn't trying to hear that. No. So you have to be a bit of an asshole, apparently, and they want kids to know that from an early age. And I don't know why people want kids to be dicks, um, you know, so early, but apparently they do. And that makes me sad. And I hope that more people at least put some more respect on Barney's name. I mean, we really have to go down like that. A Barney renaissance, yo. Okay. It's time... For us to respect Barney. You know. Can you imagine if 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 you loved um, Elmo mm-hmm. and you was just loving on Elmo and na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, Elmo song. And then, like, beautiful, beautiful Elmo mm-hmm. and his all of his red curls. Mm-hmm. And then you go to a baseball game yeah. with your family mm-hmm. and some bird yeah. kicks the shit out of Elmo yeah. and throws him in the dugout. It's for what reason? Because he was excellent. Because he was too soft 
and it was annoying. What? Yeah, that's what these adults was on. That's I mean, it that's a terrible, terrible idea. Who is your Barney friend? Oh, my Barney. Mm. Growing up. Who? Growing up. Well, first of all, I gotta say. Um, I had a lot of Barneys because I was a very caring little child and I loved all them little characters. I was like, wow, I hope everything goes good for you. (laughs) So probably my Barney number one would be the Care Bears. Okay. If somebody took one of them Care Bears, Love a lot. Grumpy bear. Lined him up and just was. Sleepy bear. Just burnt him on a stove and then shot him with a shammy. I would have been fucked up. Yeah, but why would you do that? Why would you do this? Why did you do that? Like, I literally thought my toys was alive, my nigga. So yeah. if you took a stuffed animal and pop, 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 I didn't even pop, like those motherfuckers to be dirty on the ground. Let alone. Let alone shot. Shot at and hung. <laughs> and then, do you remember in the in the movie when uh, uh, that man had a Barney pinata and he was sticking Barney in the butt with a stick? For what reason? What's wrong with you? <laughs> because it's fucking wild, yeah, yo. Adults, you know, and the kids is just sitting there like, oh no. <laughs> All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. <sighs> okay. They really don't. Do you have another one? Um. Oh shit, we been, damn, we've been in here a you minute talking about Barney. Why don't you give us yours? Mine was the Muppet Babies, so the Muppets in general mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and including the Muppet Babies. Yes. Um, and then Simba from The Lion King. Mm. I liked Barney too as a kid. I just wasn't like wasn't that like Nah, but I fucked with Barney. Most sacred stuff. Yeah, and to think that somebody would like, you know, just like fuck Kermit the Frog up. <laughs> Like, Can you imagine? What? Like somebody just like started kicking Kermit the Frog in the head. This nigga singing Rainbow Connection from his soul. <laughs> they shooting him on a video game while he sings like, uh, it's not easy being green. Right. Wow, gee, that's wild business. I just couldn't imagine doing that. And then shout out to the kids now who get to watch Bluey. I can't imagine oh as a grown person no. like I am right now no. going and getting the bluey doll and going to the backyard and getting the torch and just like shh to bluey on the grill. <laughs> and then just record that shit with my grown ass and put it on the internet like, I hate bluey. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Start a fucking anti-bluey society. Yeah, like are you writing a newsletter to other grown-ups to tell them this. Bluey learns too many helpful lessons in this show. Bluey's parents are too engaged. Yeah, they it makes really me feel like shit. They really love their children. So fuck that. Yeah, that's disgusting. I'm hating this show makes me feel like shit. They're demons. I mean, what is wrong with you? Please do better. Y'all, you know, let's care about the children a little more. You know, they matter and they deserve to have their own things. They do. They really do. Like, come on, man. Let the children have Barney if they want to. Let the babies love on this dinosaur. Dinosaur. Because he loves you much. And if you're lucky, he may say... Unto you, I love you. 
You love me. We're a happy, happy family. Family, family. With a great big hug. Burr. And a kiss from me to you. Mwah. Won't you say you love me too? <sighs> we love you, Barney. Resurrection. Yeah. Is Rest needed. In peace, nigga. Rest in peace, nigga. Rest in peace. Let's pour out one for this, nigga. <laughs>